You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wardrow to Blitz. Trask going to the end zone. Pitts. Touchdown. My goodness. Tyson Campbell was trying to stay with a big fella, but... Too much. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. NFL draft a few days away and in the sports betting world, I mean, certainly the most fun to talk about every day. We've got a full card, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball. That's always good, but uh, throw the NFL draft in the mix. And it feels, I don't know if they're getting the same number of bets, probably not the same uh, money bet because it is a lot of it based on rumor and information, but it is a whole lot of fun to talk about this week. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvath, you've got BetQL Daily. Let's head out to Las Vegas and bring in Jeffrey Benson at Jeffrey Benson 12 on Twitter. Make sure you're following him. He's the Sportsbook Operations Manager for Circa Sports. And uh, listeners to this show know that Circa has the most amount of offerings, and they are taking the largest wagers in the business. Jeffrey, appreciate your time. I know it's a busy, busy time for you guys over there at Circa. What sort of conversations behind the scenes were you guys having that that made you say, you know what, let's take the plunge. Let's let's be the best when it comes to NFL draft props uh, as far as bets offered. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, You know, I know uh, for us, uh, obviously, last year uh, we had a little bit of uh, a more expanded NFL draft uh, prop menu, given that we were in COVID, and you know most of the stuff that was able to be bet on at that time included you know cactus tour golf, Russian ping pong, e NASCAR things like that. So you know I think that last year we were really able to put a lot of time, effort, and energy uh, into our NFL draft uh, offerings. Um, and, and certainly we wanted to carry that torch on this year. So, you know, the guys in the back, uh, headlined by our, one of our risk supervisors, Dylan Sullivan, um, we were able to put together a hundred uh, over under draft positions. Um, and then we also did, you know, which uh, position uh, or side of the ball will each team draft first. And then we did somewhere in the neighborhood of six to eight tournament style offerings. So, you know, when all was said and done, we probably had somewhere in the neighborhood of 140 different um, bets on the draft. And it, you know, it's something that's certainly been well-received um, so far, you know, being the only market out there on a lot of offerings, mm-hmm. you know, for us, the general strategy, uh, you know, which you kind of alluded to earlier uh, is to been, is to really move aggressively on everything and try to get to the right number as you know, quickly as possible. Uh, Matt Metcalf, who's our director, you know, he talks all the time about price discovery uh, when being first to market on certain offerings in the world. And, you know, we certainly understand we're going to get some numbers right on these openers. And we also uh, understand we're going to get some numbers wrong. And to be honest, it doesn't really bother us. You know, for us, uh, we really want to utilize that sharp early information uh, to get off to the right number as quickly as possible. 
uh, so then we can take the majority of the bets, and including, you know, as we lead up to the draft, maybe some of the more recreational ones uh, at that market number. And we believe for us, you know, that strategy lends itself to making more money in the long run uh, because we're certainly able to write more bets and, uh, you know, generate more handle. And Jeffrey, I'm sure that you guys are seeing it in the number uh, with all the wagers coming in at Circus Sports that people are starting to travel once again, and they can't wait to just get out. They're getting their shots, and I'm sure many of them are visiting you over there. Uh, how much um, of your thought process was, you know, we have this wonderful book. A lot of people know about it, but there are a lot of people in this country that don't know about it, that aren't heading downtown. Let's let's get people talking about Circus Sports and being a newer book, not brand new, just the timing with the pandemic stunk. Um, but just being a newer book, it, it's still about customer acquisition because y- maybe you guys know, hey, once they come here, every time they go to Vegas, they're going to make sure they come back. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, for us, uh, obviously, you know, we opened in a very challenging time, but, uh, you know, it's, it's the first new uh, resort in downtown Las Vegas in 40 years. Um, and when you combine a lot of the experiences uh, that you can have, whether it's stadium swim and, and the outdoor viewing of, of sports there, uh, or whether you're in the world's largest three-story sports book, you know, I, I think from a better's perspective and a sports fan's perspective, uh, you know, you, you, you can't go wrong either way. So, you know, for us, uh, ideally, our menu uh, and the offerings would continue to expand to include more props and and more in-game and things that ultimately a lot of people are looking for. Um, and we, we thought, obviously, uh, with the draft and how popular it is, and obviously having the Raiders here in the market, um, that we could certainly generate some interest. So, you know, doing 100 uh, over-under draft positions and then, uh, you know, ultimately taking, you know, 1K limits on these openers when there really isn't a market for a lot of this stuff. Uh, was something we were really excited to do. And obviously it's uh, certainly been well-received so far. With the limit and with so many different props being available, what have been some of the more popular bets or what are some of the more uh, popular picks right now as far as the draft goes, things that you noticed? Yeah, I mean, for us, like I said, a lot of the early money uh, that we'll end up seeing into this market uh, is very sharp. Um, As we get a little bit closer to draft day, uh, you may see some more recreational money come in. Um, but this is a market um, that's very niche, um, and it's not something that's ultimately played out on the field. Um, it's more of an information market. So, you know, when, when you go up and, and, like I said, you're the only place in the world that has some of these players, um, you know, some of these guys get these injury news and these rumors before you. Uh, and it's a very, very difficult market to, to, to book. Um, and I think when you look at it and you see kind of where we open, uh, and where we close a lot of these players, you know, you're, you're really going to have a lot of, you know, more or less one-sided decisions um, just because some of these rumors um, and some of these, you know, perception-based bets really take off. So, you know, I think for us, you know, when you look at it, you know, some of the biggest early movers um, in terms of quarterbacks has been Davis Mills um, from Stanford. Uh, we opened him 140 and a half. Uh, and this morning when I looked uh, on the app, uh, we were at 66 and a half. So pretty, pretty big move there. Uh, Kellen Mond has been very popular, Texas A&M quarterback. Uh, they bet him under very hard. Uh, we opened 170 and a half and we're all the way down to 83 and a half. And then I think just generically, when you look across the board, 
Um, you know, a lot of the wide receivers um, and a lot of the offensive linemen, uh, the majority of the bets and the early moves have been unders. Um, and some of those wide receivers include uh, Anthony Schwartz, uh, St. Brown from USC, um, and then obviously Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. So, but I, I think when you kind of dig a little deeper, I think it's really important um, to dissect some of these moves and understand the position will be in come draft day. Um, I think ultimately when you look um, at a lot of the moves we, we, we make, you know, for example, Kellen Mond, you know, we opened 170 and a half there. And the first bet we took was on the under, mm-hmm. you know, given there's no market, you know, for his draft position, you're, we moved really aggressively uh, to a number we thought would find resistance. Um, and then obviously after uh, the first move, uh, the second bet we took was a, another dime on the under at 155 and a half. Um, and ultimately, you know, we were hoping we were going to write some two way or find resistance at that number. But when the next bet uh, is on the under again, and those are your first two bets, you know, then, then our next move would be at 140 and a half. So, you know, I think it's interesting uh, for the guys in the back and obviously for the listeners, you know, we're able to utilize the skill and talent of, you know, our risk uh uh, the guys in the risk room, you know, our odds makers and bookmakers. And, you know, while one might think it took, you know, five, six, possibly seven bets to get to that 140 and a half number, in reality, it was really only two bets. So, you know, for us, like I said, th- there's not a ton of markets out there on this stuff. We're just trying to, to move really aggressively um, and get to a point where we're able to write two way and find resistance. Um, but, you know, ultimately, we're probably going to end up going into the draft here um, and having a lot of positions. Um, that are ultimately pretty one-sided. Yeah, and I'm glad that you brought up Kellen Mond and just the quarterback position because we know who the top quarterbacks in this draft are going to be. But my favorite thing that you guys do is the um, which team will draft, you know, said quarterback or running back. And I noticed that you guys had a Kyle Trask prop that was available where the Patriots were 7-1. to one. I want to say the Bears were 7-1. to one. Do you get pretty good volume, a lot of people betting on things like that that maybe think that they have like an inside idea on where uh, Kyle Trask will end up? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, the Patriots are the favorite there. I, I think you've seen Michael Lombardi talk quite a bit um, about the extensive legwork the Patriots have done on Trask. Um, but, yeah, it, it is certainly a very popular market. Um, early on, we've seen a lot of the long shots um, get a lot of play, um, not, not necessarily a ton of play for the favorites. Um, so we'll end up going into the draft, uh, you know, probably needing the Patriots there. Some of those teams are at the top of that list. Um, mm-hmm. But the early uh, reaction from the betters uh, has to been to bet some of the longer shot teams, um, the Saints, the Chiefs, the Buccaneers, uh, the Browns. You know, those are the four teams that have seen action uh, early in that uh, tournament pool. BetQL Daily, our guest, Jeffrey Benson, at Jeffrey Benson 12 on Twitter, Sportsbook Operations Manager at Circus Sports. And it's interesting what you said about reacting to the betters and the smart smart money that is out there, and you are not scared to move numbers. When you first set all these numbers, is that opinion? And then can we say now, if we're looking at the Circus Sports app, that that is – not opinion. It's uh, kind of how the number has been shaped because uh, the, the one that people have been talking about since you guys posted, I don't see it up right now. Uh, you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but uh, the decision to put Mac Jones up at nine, nobody was close to that number. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think, uh, you know, for us, you know, we, we combined, you know, research, mock drafts, you know, 
uh, all of these uh, analysis, you know, uh, facts and, and, and components, um, and try to come up with what we believed, you know, were the best, you know, openers um, on a lot of this stuff. You know, like I said, Dylan Sullivan, who's one of our risk supervisors, uh, he put together the entirety of the draft menu, and I think he did a phenomenal job um, opening a lot of these numbers. You know, obviously the market is going to dictate, you know, where these numbers go. I, you know, I think people much smarter than me have said, you know. Uh, your opinion as a bookmaker is worth one bet. Um, but, you know, for us, when we're booking this stuff, you know, we're moving 10% for guys in a certain range. And, you know, then I think ultimately you can start to parse out those moves uh, proportionally as you work your way either up or down the draft board. And then you start to kind of tinker with either those over under positions or the juice associated with a certain number. You know, I think to some degree, it's a, you know, it's a lot of feel, um, and then to another degree, it's certainly some science and math behind it. So, you know, trying to get ahead of the perception-based bets and a lot of the rumors and smoke screens, you know, I think it'd be really challenging, uh, especially when you're the only one uh, up on a given, you know, over-under position um, or prop within the market. Uh, but I think when you talk about Mac Jones and, and Justin Fields, obviously the number three pick uh, with the 49ers, you know, that's something that's been, you know, such a hot topic of conversation um, over the last week or so. You know, for us, it's interesting when you look at the correlation between different markets within the draft. Um, obviously, at one point, uh, you know, early uh, in, in the thought process, you know, people were thinking that the 49ers were going to take Mac Jones. And then kind of in the week leading up to when we opened um, there was a ton of uh, Justin Fields love and things like that, uh, obviously, before the epilepsy news um, and a lot of the uh, Kyle Shanahan love for Mac Jones came out. So for us, we opened Justin Fields uh, three and a half under minus two dollars uh, and we opened Mac Jones nine and a half under minus one sixty. Uh, we were comfortable with both of those numbers. Uh, by the time we took them off the board, uh, Justin Fields was three and a half over minus two seventy. So almost a $5 move. Um, and then Mac Jones was uh, under nine minus uh, $3. Uh, so pretty big moves on both of those. And obviously with the way betters have been betting, it's been Justin Fields over Mac Jones under. Uh, you can certainly see the correlation there. Um, once we took the individual draft uh, positions off, given that it wasn't writing uh, as much as we thought because of the juice that was associated to it, uh, we put up which of those three quarterbacks will go first. Um, we opened Mac Jones even money. Um, and by the time we took it off yesterday, uh, it was Mac Jones minus $3. So at some point today, we'll put up a Trey Lance versus Justin Fields, who will go first. But uh, obviously cool. the sentiment uh, in the market, uh, like you alluded to, uh, is Mac Jones to three uh, with the love that Shanahan has for him. No doubt. Very good. Excellent stuff. Love to see it. Jeffrey Benson, Sportsbooks. Source book operations manager over at Circus Sports. Jeff, thank you so much for the time. Best of luck the rest of the week booking these props, all right? Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you having me on and uh, enjoy the draft. Uh, we certainly will. It's a lot of fun. Man, I'm looking around, Horvat. Some have Justin Fields now at eight and a half. Eight and a half for the over under. Others, four and a half, five and a half range. It's wild. Best bets next on the BetQL Audio Network. From the court to the ice, we're going to help you put money in your wallet. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network.
It's time to start placing smarter bets, more profitable bets. If you're an experienced sports better or someone who's just starting out, BetQL is here to help us all become better bettors. BetQL runs hundreds of thousands of simulations and rates each potential bet on a scale of one to five stars. One star? Maybe skip that game. Five stars? That's like a big green light telling you to go. Look, you wouldn't torture your stomach with a one-star restaurant. Don't do it to your wallet. Get access to data and insights the sports books don't want you to see. We're talking about real proven analytics here not some hot takes from a random guy online betql's computer model analyzes every bet every day to find you the best opportunities pro and college games football basketball and more you can sort by sport or choose from a list of the best bets available right now in real time so before sitting down to watch your favorite sports see if the data backs up your betting instincts bet smarter and beat the books with betql download the betql app or visit betql.com today All the audio that matters to you is on Odyssey. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts like Boomer Esiason, Jim Rome, and Tiki Barber. Odyssey brings you all the sports talk, interviews, game coverage, betting tips, and podcasts from the top personalities in sports like Mike Lombardi, John Heyman, and Nick Costos. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Find all the sports that matter to you in a universe of audio. Odyssey.